Go ahead. Good morning again. I'm not sure what the issues have been this morning, but our audio is not picking up correctly. And so I want to welcome you again in the midst of all that's taking place to our Facebook Live presentation this morning here at Winbrook Baptist Church. I'm Kevin Calhoun, the Minister of Education here. I've been reading this morning and looking at a passage of scripture from Paul's letter to the Philippians, beginning in verse four of chapter four. There we read these words. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your forbearing spirit be known to all men, for the Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, shall guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, let your mind dwell on these things, the things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me. Practice these things and the God of peace shall be with you. I believe these verses of scripture uh, provided for us by the apostle Paul in a time that was very difficult for him can speak to us in times such as these, as we find ourselves isolated from others, perhaps uh, beginning to experience some of the feelings of loneliness and withdrawal, restlessness that we see in our children and grandchildren and in others, uh, has begun to make a lot of people feel a little stir-crazy. So how can we approach these days and what can we do in order to maintain a peaceful spirit? I believe Paul tells us here two or three things that would speak to us in these days. First of all, he says to rejoice in the Lord. I know that as the days go by, it's becoming difficult for us to, to give thanks because of all of the problems and all of the circumstances surrounding uh, the virus and all that's been taking place. And yet scripture, Old and New Testament alike, tells us to give thanks to the Lord. In the book of Psalms, for instance, Psalm 9, verse 1, I will give thanks with all of my heart. Psalm 32, verse 11, be glad in the Lord and rejoice. Psalm 33, verse 1, sing for joy in the Lord. And all through the pages of the Old Testament and again in the New Testament, we are told to give thanks, to give praise to God, to rejoice in all that he's done for us. So as you approach the weekend and as you go through each day ahead of you, I would ask you to consider all of the things for which you are thankful, the people that make a difference in your life, the people that have touched you and continue to make an impact upon you. Perhaps it's family, a friend, a neighbor, a coworker, or someone that you've encountered simply in the midst of all that's taking place. Give thanks for the Lord is good. Secondly, Paul tells us to be anxious for nothing. This can be difficult, and yet we are instructed to wait on the Lord. In Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, it says, Those who wait on the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings as eagles. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. As we think through these verses together, uh, it says they will mount up with wings as eagles. 
I believe all of us are familiar with circumstances and experiences in life that cause us to soar with joy and elation and celebration. Those are good times and times in which we celebrate and we want to share with others the goodness of God in our lives. But Isaiah also writes, those who run will not be weary. These are times in which we are full of high energy. We have a lot of, of things that we want to accomplish and, and things are going fairly well in life and so we move forward uh, with a, an emphasis on, on the tasks that are before us. And yet he also tells us they will walk and not faint. Those are the days in which we are just getting by. Uh, we simply want to make it one more day. And perhaps that's the way you or members of your family are feeling now uh, in the midst of the social distancing, the seclusion at home, and all that's taking place. Uh, we simply want to get through one day at a time. While doing so, we wait upon the Lord, we hope in Him, and we trust in His goodness and grace. And then lastly, Paul writes, Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, let your mind dwell on these things. I believe here Paul is telling us to reflect upon the goodness of God, to let your mind dwell on that which is good and right and significant in the world, not dwelling on what is evil, not dwelling on sickness, but focusing on the Lord. In Psalm 51, beginning in verse 10, David writes, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation and sustain me with a willing spirit. All of these words of instruction from Paul can speak to us today. We rejoice in the Lord. We trust in the Lord so that we would not be anxious and we focus upon the goodness of the Lord. But how does that apply to our day-to-day -day experiences today? I want to make two or three suggestions for you on a practical basis. First of all, I think it is important, now perhaps more than ever before, to begin each day with scripture and prayer. So many of us are accustomed to waking up in the morning and one of the first things we do is we'll pick up our cell phone and look and see what kind of messages we may have received during the night. We'll look on our computers or our iPads or our, our cell phones at the emails that have come in through the night. And we start looking at what's ahead of us and focusing on the day ahead. I would suggest that before we look at our emails, before we look at our text messages, before we turn the TV on, let us begin the day with God, trusting in Him. Secondly, I would also suggest that as we go through the day, we consider limiting news and social media. Now, by no means do I mean we need to bury our heads in the sand and and just ignore all that's taking place because I believe there's much information that's being re released each day that is good and, and true and, and accurate for us and we need to, to learn what we can. And it's okay to keep up, but I also know that if we are saturated uh, in that which is being shared on television and on the radio and in news uh, throughout the day, 
it can become very discouraging and very depressing. It doesn't matter what channel you're on. It doesn't matter what news program you're watching. Everything today seems to be focusing on COVID-19 and the coronavirus. And so I believe it would do us well and it would serve us wisely uh, if we would limit the amount of time we spend on social media. I spoke with a member of our congregation this week asking her how she was doing. And she said, today has been a much better day. I chose today when I woke up not to turn the TV at on, to turn the TV on at all. Rather, I turned on the radio and put some music on uh, my CD player and listened to gospel music and, and songs of faith all day long. And, and her comment was, I have been in a much better spirit and a much better attitude all day long. And then I would say, during these days, we can spend extended time with our family, giving thanks for that time that we have and perhaps developing new routines and, as one person has said, new rhythms uh, in our life with our family. And lastly, I would suggest this is a time for us to reach out to others and see how we might can help or assist them. Perhaps you have an elderly neighbor who needs somebody to pick up groceries for them or to go pick up some prescription medications or something else of their need. Perhaps there is something you can do for someone to help take care of their lawn and uh, provide for, for them in an outdoor sense. Whatever the needs might be, now is a time for us to focus on helping others. I thank you for joining us this morning. I apologize again for the interruptions that we experienced. Uh, and I pray that this day will be a day in which we, we rejoice together. Let us close with a word of prayer. Almighty God, as we turn to you today, we trust you to give us grace and strength and encouragement. We trust you, Father, to lift us up and to walk with us throughout each day. Father, we pray for those who have already become ill through the, the virus that is uh, crossing our nation and world. We pray, Father, for the and all who are there. And I pray, Father, that you would give us the grace to trust you in all things. Father, lead us this day. We pray for our leadership as they make decisions that will have far-reaching ramifications upon many, many people. And I pray that we would find peace and comfort in you through Jesus Christ, our Lord. For it is in his name that we pray. Amen.